I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Marty Harding. And welcome to Animation and Beyond. This week, we are talking about an old favorite, a children's book called Lyle Lyle Crocodile, and the new film adaptation that's coming out. Yes, which is based on the classic children's books by Bernard Weber, which I loved reading as a little kid, and I also read to younger kids in preschool. You do. So how often do you have you read Lila Crocodile to your preschoolers, Ezra? A lot. It's a good book. And do the kids love it? Yes. And the other books too in that series. That's awesome that you're introducing all those kids to the same character of Lyle as you read when you were a kid. Yeah. Cool. So we're going to talk about that film today because it's a really fun looking film. And then we're also going to talk about a song from the film in a quick song feature. What's the song, Ezra? Heartbeat. That's right. Heartbeat, it speeds up whenever you want me. What you got, I want to like my week. I need that, I want to be whatever you want. Heartbeat is a song by Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Yeah, by, performed by Shawn Mendes, which is one of the songs in the film. Exactly. And and this song is super catchy. It's super funky. What genre would you say this song is, Ezra? Mm, pop? Yeah, I think pop would be the most appropriate genre for sure. Did you first hear this song in a trailer for Lyle Lyle Crocodile, Ezra? No, I saw the music video of it when it was released. Got it. I have not seen the music video, actually. Was it a good one? Yeah. Was the music video of Lyle Lyle Crocodile? Yes, and performed by Shawn Mendes. Right. Cool. So the lyrics to to this song, Heartbeat, go, Can't get enough, it's official, I want a lot, not a little. If we keep it us, it's so simple, wherever you are, wherever you are. So it sounds like a love song. Yeah. And do you know when in the movie it plays, Ezra? No, I don't yet. Gotcha. That's that's something that we'll have to see when the movie comes out and we see it. Yeah. It's always interesting when they pre-release songs for movies and the song is really cool, but you don't exactly know how it relates to the film or what what's happening in the film when that song is performed. So it definitely will fill in the gap when we get to see the full movie. Yeah. Speaking of which, we can hop on over to our future presentation. Yeah. When is the full film coming out, Ezra? On this Friday, October 7th. This Friday, October 7th. Very exciting. In theaters, I'm assuming? Yes. Awesome. I'm particularly excited to see this film because it's a live action adaptation. So it's got a cast of actual actors as well as a computer animated crocodile. Yes, they didn't reuse a real living one. Lyle's computer animated. That would have been a nightmare if they used a real living crocodile, don't you think? Yes, to me it's kind of like Paddington meets Clifford the Big Red Dog. The vibe of the movie, you mean? Yeah. Interesting. I can see that, definitely. It's got the feel-good vibes of Paddington and... You know, Lyle is a pretty earnest friend, just like Paddington, but it's also got the element of the fact that Lyle is a crocodile, and that stands out, just like Clifford does. Only unlike Paddington, Lyle takes place in New York City instead of, and not London. 
It does, which just makes it all the more outrageous of an environment for a crocodile to be singing and dancing, huh? Yeah. So, Lilo Crocodile, the movie, is based on some old children's books. As you mentioned earlier, Ezra, what's the general plot of Lilo Crocodile, the children's book? The first book in the series was The House on East 88th Street, about the Prim family who move into the house on East 88th Street, which I think is somewhere in Brooklyn. And they see a crocodile in their bathtub who originally belonged to a man named Hector P. Valente, star of stage and screen. And then they learn to love him and he shows how you really unique he is with his performances. Absolutely. And do you think that this new film is going to have a pretty similar plot to that first book of the series? Yes, and, it, and it'll also be based on the follow-up book, Lyle Lyle Crocodile, where it's about Lyle who lives with the Prim family and he meets their grumpy next-door neighbor, Mr. Grumps, who hates crocodiles, especially Lyle, and he runs a department store and he wants to have him thrown in a zoo like most crocodiles should live in. And then Lyle becomes a hero and saves Mr. Grumps and allowing him to stay with the, his family once again. Gotcha. That part almost, you know, has elements of Madagascar to it, that they want to keep Lyle the animal in the zoo where he can be contained rather than letting him be free to have his own life. I can see why, yes. They did get some follow-up books. Those were Lyle and the Birthday Party, Lovable Lyle, Lyle Finds His Mother, Funny Funny Lyle, Lyle at the Office, Lyle at Christmas, and then the last book, which was a counting book, was Lyle Walks the Dogs. Yes, and wow, that was a lot of follow-up books for Lyle. Yes, I know. Bernard Weber, who is the writer and illustrator of these stories, wrote and illustrated other books, too. Oh, really? Like, which ones? Ira Sleeps Over, Courage, An Anteater Named Arthur, which is not to be confused with the Arthur books by Mark Brown. Right, of course. And You Look Ridiculous at the Hippopotamus to the Rhinoceros, The Mouse That Snored. Those are all some other books he wrote and illustrated. Wow, so he definitely has an interest in animals and animal friends, huh? And his last book, which was posthumously published two years after his death, was Ask Me. And was there an animal in that book? Some of them weren't about animals, but they were about, like, humans. But they were all children's books, right? Yes. Cool. Well, it sounds like he had a very, very successful career writing children's books. Yes, he, until his death in 2013. Gotcha. But we have a lot of books to remember him by, including the Lyle books. Yes, I know that it was adapted into an animated special in 1987 for HBO, which was part of a series called HBO Storybook Musicals, which did a series of half-hour animated specials based on other classic children's books. Yeah, and that HBO was the first production of Lyle Lyle Crocodile for the screen, and it was also a musical, right? Yes, and this new movie that's coming out will also be a musical. Yes, which I'm so excited for, especially since Shawn Mendes is an extremely successful singer who's going to be performing all of Lyle's songs. And it's his film debut. It is. Though, it's my understanding, Ezra, that he doesn't do very much voice acting aside from, aside from singing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Is that true, do you think? Yes. So he doesn't have a lot of lines. He only sings because Lyle doesn't talk. He only sings. And in the book, though, he didn't sing. He only sang, he only performed a dance, but he sings in this film. 
Yes, he does. And he dances. Man, oh man, if you watch the trailers, he's an excellent dancer. I know. And I know it looks pretty different from the original books. For, like, I know it's set in modern times because it has digital technology rather than the 60s when the or 70s when the, the books were first published. That's right. So it's going to be an updated. That's right. So it's going to be an updated version of the story. I know other examples of children's picture books adapted into films like several Dr. Seuss stories, Ferdinand, Curious George, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, and Where the Wild Things Are. Those are all adapted into films. And when they made them, they had to make them very different from the books, which are very simple little short stories. That's totally true, Ezra. And Paddington is one, right? Yes, I know. But you're right. For these for these feature-length films, they have to really beef up the story from these short little children's books, because as we've talked about before, with stuff that's that's meant for children, it's going to be really slimmed down. It's going to be super simple and kind of boring for adults, honestly, right? If, it, if they made it the same like the original book, so they have to make it different, just like those other film adaptations I mentioned. Yeah, they add conflict, they add more characters, they add ups and downs of a full-fledged story plot rather than just a few pages of a quick children's story. I know. What are you most excited for with this new film, Ezra? I like that Javier Bardem, who's who's famous for other things, is playing Hector P. Valente, who is from the original books. Oh, interesting. Also, Constance Wu, who's Asian-American, is playing Mrs. Prim. That's right. And Constance Wu, I know from Crazy Rich Asians, which was an awesome movie. I know she's been in the Lego Ninjago movie, as well as Next Gen and Wish Dragon. Those are animated films she's did in where she did an animated voice. Oh, cool. So this is not her first children's-oriented film. Not like her, not her first family movie. That's right. That's the better term. Yeah. So it's got an exciting cast for sure, huh? Yep. And I know that Winslow Fegley, who's a young actor, is playing Josh in the film. Which in the original book, he was known as Joshua. But in the film, he's known simply as Josh. Gotcha. So a minor edit there. Yeah. Cool. Well, personally, I'm super excited to see all the songs and dance that they include in this film because that's one thing that you get when you take a children's book and turn it into a movie is that when a character sings and dances in a book you don't get to hear it or actually see it because it's a book but in this movie form it'll be full singing and full dancing and we'll get to hear and see all of it which is really exciting and i know that from what i've read i think at like a independent theater company there had been a live stage musical adaptation of bernard Weber's lyle the crocodile which i think is similar to how they also did a stage adaptation of Gene Zeone and Margaret Bloy Graham's Harry the Dirty Dog series. Oh, interesting. So maybe a bigger stage production of Lyle the Crocodile will come after this movie. Maybe, yes, but that was a child-oriented production based on the books. For sure. I mean, kids go to the theater too, don't they? Yes, and I know there have been like independent small theater productions based on other classic books too. Definitely, because kids love to see their favorite books performed live in front of them. Yeah. Cool. All right, anything else you want to say about Lyle Lyle the Crocodile? It, these are great, wonderful stories, which I've loved as a little kid. And for those who aren't familiar, 
you will learn a lot from this podcast episode about these beloved books, which are soon to become a movie. Hopefully, that's what we go for. I forgot to mention this. When I was a little kid, I used to have a plush toy of Lyle the Crocodile. Oh, fun. Do you still have it? I'm not sure if I still do, though, but I remember a long time ago when I did. Very fun. I love stuffed animal characters. Yeah, me too. Yes. So, let's go ahead and move on into trivia, because we have to answer last week's trivia question uh-huh. about Hocus Pocus. question was what actor from the original hocus pocus film went on to get a reoccurring role in the crime show crime drama that is ncis hmm. it was sean murray got it who did he play in the original hocus pocus thackeray banks that's right that was his role awesome and this week we will ask a question about lyle lyle crocodile yeah what other Bernard Weber story was also adapted into one of the episodes in HBO's storybook musical series from late in the 80s and early in the 90s? If you think you know the answer, be sure to tune in next week for the next episode. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.